0: Glastonbury, a small market town in Somerset, has drawn spiritual seekers for centuries. Believed to be the site of the first Christian church in Britain, it still hosts a weekend of pilgrimage every year. But Glastonbury is also perceived as the epicentre of New Age in England, a communication point for aliens and the heart chakra of planet Earth. A desire to find help, healing and salvation has created a thriving spiritual industry. People with very different beliefs are drawn to live and worship in Glastonbury because of its spiritual significance.
1: People come to Glastonbury thinking that spirituality is something you gain, you grasp hold of, you you possess or you even sell. So I love the idea that uh, we're serving a generous God who gives us so much that we can afford to give it away. Open
2: the doors, let people in, let them come and find this God. The vast majority of people who are here in Glastonbury are here for a spiritual purpose. They come on a quest, they come searching for something else.
3: Glastonbury is a fantastic place. It's a really fabulous place. It's a great place for pilgrimage and people who've perhaps been monks and nuns in their previous lives. And they unknowingly come to Glastonbury on that kind of spiritual journey.
0: Patrick Riley has been an Anglican vicar for 40 years. But he'll shortly be taking early retirement, quitting the clergy and leaving the town of Glastonbury. I
1: think you need a younger person here. I'm over 60 and it's time, you, you slow down. I feel very, very tired sometimes. It is an exhausting job in one sense. You need to get away to, to find stillness and to find peace of mind. Otherwise, you're just charging round to no avail. I've asked myself this question of why, why if this is all so fascinating, it's my heart's desire to be here and all that, why am I wanting to back out? Forty years ago, when I was ordained from the Abbey House over the road, um, I would have said then, I was totally committed, I I wanted to spend my whole life serving God. I had no idea what was involved. Prayer is, for me, the very lifeblood of being a Christian, and it's the only thing which could keep you tuned in to being in Glastonbury. Otherwise, you'd end up with a, a load of frustrations and angers and irritations.
0: Ruthie Jones's belief centres on the goddess, a worldwide spirituality which she has played a key role in re-establishing in Glastonbury. Goddess worship honours the feminine in people, nature and the earth by celebrating different goddesses according to the season. It's open to both men and women. The great
2: freedom with loving the goddess is that there is no dogma, there are no rules, there is no written text. There's nothing, so we are free to develop our experience of who Goddess is as we choose to do it. Once I kind of realized in myself that God was a woman, it was a great um, relief and it was a great release really. I don't don't know where that
0: view is, you see, where's that view? That's over there. Fed up with having to use temporary locations for their celebrations, the goddesses are searching for a place of their own. We've been holding three, four-day
2: goddess temples every six weeks around the eight festivals of the year, and that's made us really realise that we would like to have a permanent home
0: somewhere in Glastonbury. Being on Glastonbury's High Street is key to cementing a spiritual and business presence in the town. We're trying to grow something here, and that takes finance and money to do that.
2: And I think the same thing probably in any form of spirituality. It's like you can't do it on fresh air. I can see myself as a spiritual entrepreneur. I like to do lots of spiritual things. I'm fortunate in the. Early in my life, I made a decision that I would pursue my spiritual life no matter what. Lady, be in my voice and all my actions.
3: of accumulating negative karma from book in endless time. Sentient Jake Chapman
0: has been a monk with the Archangel Lord Michael's Soul Therapy Center for three years. Stupidity. A religion amalgamating Tibetan Buddhism, Christianity, and sacred geometry, it's led by an American who is perceived by some to be the reincarnation of Buddha and Christ.
3: Buddha Maitreya's work is actually very much more from the future. It's a new science the bridges the gap between God and science. So we'll scientifically understand the, the reasons that there's been faith. It's just a kind of realignment of, of many of the spiritual practices people are involved in.
0: After only a month in Glastonbury, running the Soul Therapy Centre single-handedly, Jake is expecting a rare visit from his leader. His Holiness the Buddha Maitreya is flying in from head office in the States to hold a teaching weekend.
3: I don't get a chance to physically meet him very often. And that's not a problem, because it's not about devoting myself to an individual at all. It's much more about devoting myself to God, which brings a much higher relationship, because it's all-inclusive. It's not to one person or to oneself. Daily meditation is really a life. Um, We actually are encouraged to have little thoughts and little desires, little emotions. Just be very uh, calm and natural, so that the daily life is very ritualistic. So this is where
4: your store is. That's right.
3: That's right. We spend a lot of the time in the Dharma Center here, providing people the opportunity to actually come in and do meditation and receive healings and blessings. One of the things that we do offer to Glastonbury is the experience of getting in contact with their soul.
0: The crystals are designed by Buddha mm-hmm. Maitreya to transmit and receive healing energy with the aid of telepathy and magnetic fields. Each one sold provides an income for the church.
4: You just hold your hand right underneath it? Huh?
3: Yeah, yeah. In the principle, the, the meridian lines, or the lines mm-hmm. that run more esoterically in your body, mm-hmm. end up in your hand. So, mm-hmm. you're able to treat somebody by just holding it over the palm of their hand. Of their own hand? Uh-huh. Yeah, so that when you, um, when you do that, it's actually, it actually can have an ability to, to heal any part of your body that has a problem. I can
4: just hold it
0: myself. The crystal devices retail from 45 to 444 pounds.
3: You can hold it around the center, or you can actually hold it over yourself. It spins. You can spin, you can shake, you can wobble.
0: Buddha Matreya says that the income from all sales goes to a trust fund which supports Tibetan refugee projects. For a minimum donation of £20, anyone can experience a soul therapy session. This involves lying beneath a pyramid meditation system and listening to a CD of music and blessings from Buddha
3: Maitreya. The thing to do is just relax as if you were in meditation, which is what it is. Just with your eyelids
4: slightly closed?
3: Yeah, just close your eyes and, and enjoy. Some people have very wild and wonderful meditations. Some people have very strong, powerful healings and it can be combinations of all those different things.
0: His Holiness, the Buddha Maitreya, arrives discreetly. The night before, he's due to give
3: two workshops. Being the founding father of Tibetan Buddhism, to have him in Glastonbury is amazingly auspicious. You know,
4: <laughs> well, Most of the centers that I set up are uh, well-known ancient sites. And Glastonbury is an ancient site of the First Church of Christ. Yeah, and since I also teach about Christianity, uh, it's a real good place for helping people moving through new age and trying to develop their psychic energy.
0: The goddesses have heard that a local library may be moving premises. The location could be ideal as a temple, just off the high street in a courtyard full of shops and cafes. Not it's perfect. not huge, yeah. well, but, it what we do but it actually right now it's we what we can things. really deal with well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, to, to keep it open a lot. And people would get to know that in this beautiful quiet space they could just come and be in and totally receive good energy and healing. and uh-huh. It's just going to make such a difference in the middle of town. And just like that thing about um, in the temple having marriages and, and naming ceremonies and death rites and, you know, really... Um, providing an opportunity to reclaim those rituals.
1: Glastonbury had a tradition of what used to be called high church, it was um, lots of visual aids to help people plug into worship and so that they could see the incense and smell the incense and hear the glorious music and processions and all this sort of stuff. Plus, the early morning service which was very discreet and Anglican and, and nobody spoke to one another, all that sort of bit, you know, the eight o'clock, it. we've kept guarded those congregations, made sure they feel comfortable where they are.
0: But the numbers for Patrick's bells and smells were dwindling, so five years ago, he introduced a new form of worship.
1: What happened was that a number of people um, uh, came to a a, a healing seminar. I was a bit nervous because they were talking about healing in New Testament terms, like we expect something to happen. And the church wardens came, one who was over 80, said, "Vicar, we must have more of this. And on that basis, you see, the healing ministry developed If you just come into St. John's and, and you see the, uh, what we call the bells and smells bit in the morning and the renewal ministry in the evening and people being prayed for and sometimes falling down under the, the pressure of the love of God, so to speak, you could say, oh, this is just trying to please a market. On the other hand, if each of those groups is being encouraged to find its mainspring in loving, the clothes that it's dressed up in don't matter. It's the same experience at 8 o'clock, 9.30 or 6 o'clock, of of the
0: presence of God. In the beginning, Patrick's renewal service drew hundreds of people each week, but now he's down to a handful of regulars every other Sunday.
1: Many people have, have not found what we do now enough, so they've gone off trying finding new songs or new ways of praying and this sort of thing.
2: For me, I love the goddess. I love her with all my heart. I feel her. It's like allowing divinity to be feminine, allowing her to be in, in me and in the women I know and in the world.
0: Of her living flame it will rise.
2: Goddess spirituality for me is a journey of exploration through song and music and dance. and exploring individual creativity.
3: All
0: the horned creatures, the stag, the cow, the toad, the sow. Help us with our difficult emotions and feelings, Caradwen. Come home, Donna. Come home.
4: Come home, Bridget. Come home.
0: Are you ready? Yeah. And when I am knotting,
4: um,
0: and when I am knotting, Moon and tide, tide and moon Dancing with the ocean's tune Devotees of the Buddha Maitreya are arriving from as far away as Norway and Chicago in preparation for the Darshan, simply sitting in the presence of a teacher. Ah. Thank
2: you
4: just receiving the blessings to give them...
0: Buddha Maitreya will teach, answer questions, and pray with the 15 participants.
4: Every part of your body is the proportion of the Great Pyramid, strange enough. And, And if you study into the Great Pyramid, you'll find the proportion of the Great Pyramid is exactly the same mathematical equation to the distance around the earth, the distance from one end of the earth to the other side of the earth. The basis of Buddhism itself is solar philosophy. So everything that I teach is based on solar philosophy, the relationship of the seven rays, color and sound, and geomancy, which is found in physics and platonic science and Pythagorean science. So all of mine is actually based on concrete science. And the outcome is, like in Tibet, we, we use certain geometric proportions when we um, apply like forms like this, yeah? and then we make hats like this. Yeah, and we make hats like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're geometrically proportioned, and, and with cones and spirals And inside of here is a stupa, you know, and and all of these particular things that we place on our heads. In reality, the science of what you're doing, placing a pyramid on your head. Yeah, and but but they decorate it, you know, they try and make it, you know, look really nice. But in reality, it it all has this very specific effect to it. Yeah, so quite often a Buddha would have a stupa sitting on his head. Yeah, And stupa in Tibet means pyramid. So, Gautama Buddha, Maitreya Buddha, Manjushri Buddha, Avalokitsavara Buddha, and Padmasamhava Buddha, all of these Buddhas are are known to have a stupa or an energy-like pyramid on the top of their head. So, with you having the opportunity to actually have one of these things stuck on your head, you're, you're basically resonating with the relationship of... Uh, the lineage of Tibetan Buddhism and why they put things like that or Christianity or all the other ancient uh, belief systems that have built all the churches.
0: In July, Christians flocked to Glastonbury for the annual pilgrimage.
1: One of the reasons I came to Glastonbury was to serve on the Pilgrimage Committee and I relished the idea of of developing links between the churches. As years have gone by the pilgrimage has changed a bit and especially with women being allowed to be ordained in the Church of England to become priests. And we support that fully here. But unfortunately, the pilgrimage committee decided they didn't like women priests and thought this was not on. So we were gently um, asked to leave. And in fact, what happened is that it slipped away. It's nothing to do with me now.
0: With just a couple of months before he retires, Patrick and his wife Elizabeth are gradually moving out of the vicarage to their retirement home in Shaftesbury.
1: The whole idea of living in Glastonbury is uh, a non-starter. It must be a new start.
4: This, to you
1: over. can't stay constant and equal and balanced all your life. There are going to be downs and ups. And, and if you see that as a pattern of little deaths and little resurrections, you get used to the idea that's what we're made for. On the basis of stripping down, letting go, I, in the future, will have to let go my health, um, my sight, everything. Everything will have to go in the end. So this is another part of letting go.
3: By the power of accumulating negative karma from book endless time... I attended three daishans with my Maitreya and after a little while I applied to become a monk and His and Holiness explained that it would take me some time. So, I slowly started to let go of the good friends and, and family that I had um, and, and that took a little while and then in that process uh, being accepted as, a, as an ordained monk um, was a great privilege and still is.
0: Whilst Buddha Maitreya leads the teaching upstairs, Jake continues with his day-to-day tasks and doesn't attend the workshop.
3: The actual physical connection between myself and Buddha Maitreya is not a necessity at all. You know, you, it's, a, it's quite a regular thing that Correct. the abbot and the monk don't physically meet, and it's not a necessity in any way. So, that when Buddha Maitreya is here, that the fact that I'm not sitting with him all the time kind of helps people to understand that it's not about the, the, the devotion to the individual or to oneself, it's much more a devotion to the much wider spectrum to God.
4: I'm going to put this on your head, so bend over.
3: For myself, is to witness the experience of people actually coming in contact with Buddha Maitreya, which is fabulous, you know, because they actually get a much greater understanding of the kind of work that he's doing.
4: I teach that uh, we're all Buddhas or angels, which is what Buddha means, and that um, we need to awaken that through virtue, and as we do that, we become more angelic or soulful. I provide tools for people to learn to meditate, to calm themselves down, to stop being so harmful, and take the time during their daily life, in their work, with their children or with their family, and change it. I've developed the healing centers and providing tools and providing darshans, rather than going out asking for funding from people and give them nothing. such a business here, the entire town is based on this lineage of King Arthur and its ancient spiritual relationship to the wizardry of that particular age. By putting that out in the storefront, they've found it's a competitive relationship of trying to draw the people to your store. I do utilize that relationship in order to uh, let people know that we exist as far as healing tools, as does the rest of Glastonbury, so we can compete a little bit with that.
2: When you walk down the high street and you see all the shops and you think, okay, these people are selling their spirituality, but the underlying reason that people come is for their spiritual quest. If you wanted to make money, you wouldn't come and live here you'd be in a city, you just wouldn't do it, you know. People struggle here. People have a really hard time just to live. And the fact that maybe there's a few shops out there, there's a few people who are maybe making some money, it it negates the fact that the vast majority of people are struggling. It really will be odd when this is
0: for the very last time. Done the house clearance everything's, everything's all, yeah. all cleaned up and left.
1: No nice stop. Always coming back is yes. taking stuff over, is, always means you are coming back and getting other other trips organized. Yes. But, as you say, the final one is a single ticket. And
0: each time we come over, it's sort of letting go a bit more dusty, isn't it? There we are.
1: Mm. Oh, how good, how good, how good. companion is out. Yep. Yeah. Cathy,
0: oh, you're birthing it. Cathy oh. yeah! <laughs> and the goddesses have, at long last, succeeded oh in their search for a temple.
2: We are going to have a goddess temple. Yes.
4: With...
0: <laughs>
2: And we're gonna have this space and yes. we're gonna have the first goddess temple for maybe a thousand years. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Yes. Oh. It's gonna
0: be full on. It's gonna be so amazing. It's such a huge thing that's needed, it isn't it? So you can just feel It's just going to be... Oh, It's just going to fill this space. that is just yearning for something. I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> sort of a bit not believing it. it. Well, can I know. Mean, right. yeah, I'm, right. I'm just going to go...
2: <laughs> can it be true? That's it. And we have the goddess up yourself.
0: Goddess up yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Goddess up yourself. Space. Yes. Or, once you've goddessed up yourself...
2: Goddess up other people. We're going to find out what it means to open a goddess temple every day, to keep it open, to run it to support it economically. Also the Goddess Up Yourself Salon for making you feel absolutely wonderful, you know, where you go and you get your hair done and you get your nails done and you, and you get massaged and you get taken care of and you just, you know, all body, mind and spirit, uh, that there's no separation really.
1: Now, if I go early, I'm actually choosing what I want to do, and that, I think, is important to me. There's a secondary thing which, I must confess, comes into it. There's lots of other things I want to do. I suppose any Christian would say that every moment is a time of crisis because it's always a matter of choosing. Nobody has a sort of faith that goes on like a concrete block all through their lives, unchanging. It's something which moves and develops, and every single person will affect your reaction. Um, But I do know, as someone who's been looking for a long time, I've never been happier.
0: We'll both enjoy the enormous freedom of putting down the keys and parish diary and being able to spend time together playing. Because actually, playing and praying are very, very similar. They're both self-forgetting delight.
1: What I want to do is to explore this relationship, this intimacy with uh, the the very source of the power of love. It's like entering the very centre of the furnace. It's an awesome thing, and everything else is secondary, including moving house, moving job, giving up, whatever.
2: Dying. We're all pursuing the same quest, you know, the quest of the Holy Grail, uh, the quest to find, you know, our souls, the quest to find the divine, just doing it in different ways, and that's great.
3: People have, uh, uh... An innate ability to be good. And that's what that's what Willemotra's work's about. It's about stimulating that to actually come to the forefront of their life so that they're just good parents and they're good husbands and they're good wives and all those kind of things, they just become better people.
1: I'm going to have time to watch the cream climb up the jug. And there's going to be time to sit and wait for the water to become still so it can reflect the light.